The George Real Estate Group Radio Broadcast is celebrating 10 years on WHKP. The George Real Estate Group is celebrating 10 years on the radio live every Thursday morning at 10.05 on WHKP 107.7 FM and AM 1450 and streaming online at WHKP.com. Each Friday morning at 8.45, the George Real Estate Group presents the Hometown Hero Award to someone in our community who goes above and beyond to make our hometown a better place to live. Here's this week's Hometown Hero Show. The classic Johnny Cash and the Ring of Fire brings us up to 8.45 on Friday morning. And every Friday morning at 8.45, it's our George Real Estate Group Hometown Hero Salute. And uh, Noah always joins us from the George Real Estate Group to uh, help me uh, honor these great people that come across our path and and also to talk about a little real estate right noah absolutely the, the well the real estate market i mean here we are we're past the middle of february and the real estate market's still moving and you know and it's because real estate happens around life and life is still happening and, and although we're seeing a decline there's been less home selling for the last three months month over month compared to the previous year but there's still a shortage of inventory. So we're still seeing multiple offers. We're still seeing houses uh, getting the bidding wars and homes are selling. And, and if you're thinking of selling and buying, you know, we can help navigate that with you. We can help move, you know, help you have clarity. So you can, if it's, if it's right for you, we can help you, you buy and sell. It's amazing the, the way this real estate market is keeps going still it keeps going and going and it's you know and although there's less selling it's it's in context to less inventory right so that environment's there and 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 the funny thing is we're actually in line with the 2019 2018 markets which you look back before the pandemic Mm -hmm. and you know we were thrilled I mean, th- those Absolutely. numbers were great. And then we got spoiled, you know, in 2020 and 2021 and 2022 with the, you know, just the, you know, the the, the hyper market that it was, uh, but yet the market's still moving. But we're back to quasi-normal. Whatever man. normal might be. But yeah, I mean, we're we're back to the numbers of, of 2019 and 2018 before the pandemic, which again, was a healthy market. And yet we're still in a seller's market. And so, I mean, every single day we're talking to sellers, we're talking to buyers, we're, we have an incredible team in place. We've had uh, some incredible open houses. I do have to mention, we have an open house this Sunday, okay. uh, one to three at 42 Skipping Stone Lane. And I don't know if you've checked out the tiny home community, the simple life. It's a big community here, isn't it? It's spectacular. I mean, and, talk, and it is about quality of life there. And, you know, if you thought about downsizing or just curious about the tiny, the tiny home community, I mean, and then all the amenities that it comes with, I mean, it's, it's a unique situation. But we have an open house this Sunday, 1 to 3 at 42 Skipping Stone Lane. And it's a tiny house? It's a tiny house. It's, I love it's it. amazing. But even in this tiny house, it's like 500, less than 600 square feet, but there's still two bedrooms. They even have a loft in it. <laughs> I love It's an things. open uh, floor plan. It, I mean, it's amazing. I, I just, I'm intrigued by those things and, and uh, the w- different ways that people come up with living life now. Treehouse living, you That's know, right. and, and tiny homes and 
It's amazing. So many unique things. You guys know about all that stuff and can help us out. So uh, get us in touch with the George Real Estate Group. Absolutely. Give us a call at 828-393-0134. Find us online at realestatebygreg.com. We also podcast all of our radio programs, including the Hometown Hero Series. You can find that at georgerealestategroupradio.com or on your favorite podcast platform. And, and, and of course, we're also growing. So if you thought about a career in real estate, we're hiring more agents, and we'd love to have the conversation too. Noah, join me in welcoming Lynn Staggs, who is the executive director of the storehouse here in Hendersonville. And and you guys know each other very well. Often you guest on Noah's radio show here on WHKP on Thursdays, and we see Lynn around a whole lot. So welcome, Lynn. Thank you for having us. It's always good to have you here. You know where the coffee pot is. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, listen, we're, we're going to talk this morning uh, about uh, someone who is very near and dear to uh the storehouse yes. and you lost uh you guys lost a great friend recently and yes we did that's what we want to talk about yes. so uh we we uh we also have uh, a guest on the phone with us so you guys talk about uh, uh our guest this morning well and, and lynn you reached out and nominated um you know posthumously thomas morgan as as our hometown hero and we want to spend time honoring tom and share with our listeners about the things that tom did to to make this community a better place well one we didn't know everything he did until he was gone because now we're trying we're scrambling going man i didn't realize tom did that because he worked so quietly behind the scenes he was our gentle giant and he just was steady he didn't have a lot of words all the time, but he just showed up every day and did his work. And now that he's not there to do his work, we're scrambling going, oh, my goodness, who does the numbers for this? Oh, Tom did that. Oh, who does the numbers for this? Oh, Tom did that, too. So we're seeing um, now. His absence. I mean, like hole. how much he did. Yes, I mean he was a giant, six foot four of a man, but he is leaving a gaping hole in our organization. But people are stepping up and they're coming together and and filling that gap. But we still miss him. Wow! And we have Pastor Jonathan Schnibben on the line. Uh, Tom was a longtime member of Grace Lutheran Church. Uh, Pastor Jonathan, tell us more. Yeah, he was a longtime member of our, our church, uh, Grace Lutheran Church, uh, a beloved member. I think um, I think whatever community Tom found himself in, he was just beloved because, uh, as Lynn said, he was such a, a faithful and hard worker behind the scenes. He didn't ever want any credit for the things that he did, but but he would care for our members. He would go. Uh, visit shut-ins and take them communion, and he would work our welcome desk and and greet people as they were coming in. Uh, One of the things he was working on uh, just prior to his death was he was working on learning to play uh, the guitar and uh, play and sing uh, Amazing Grace um, for folks at the storehouse and folks at our church because he just wanted to do whatever he could to just make people feel welcome and loved, and that was such a just a a key feature of who he was and we were so blessed to have that recording of him singing amazing grace that was yeah he had made a recording yeah and we we played that at his uh at his funeral we we um 
uh, you know, it's, it's hard for pastors to stop talking sometimes, but I uh, preached just a little, little bit of a sermon about him, and then uh, I, I stepped aside and let Tom take it away, and he blessed all of us. Yes, he did. And and the other part that sometimes people didn't know, Tom had a very quirky sense of humor, real dry, <laughs> crispy dry, I would call it. Yeah, and that's a good way to put it. He just would make you laugh when you were not expecting it. And he just had one-line zingers. You know, he would turn around and look at me and say two words and turn back around, never crack a smile, and I would be rolling. <laughs> um, and, and I miss that a lot because it definitely broke up the monotony of the office or situations that were going on. And, you know, all the time he didn't speak, sometimes he would just sit and make faces. And you really had to get to know him to get to that point. But he definitely cracked us up a lot how did uh how did he come to volunteer tell us about meeting him when he first started there um tom actually has been with us almost 10 years wow um he volunteered with us when we were on 7th avenue he made it all the way through the move when we moved to spartanburg highway and his job kind of changed then um he was getting a little bit older and you know couldn't carry the boxes and move the boxes like he could 10 years ago so he transitioned into office he learned our program and he just mastered it and took over uh, a lot of different things at the office inputs tickets and at christmas i could not do christmas without tom yeah Um, our notes tell us that he was especially fond of the blessings and boxes program well I go to every single sign-up, and I'm with Christmas the whole time. This is the first year that Tom was not with me every single day. He would go with me to every sign-up. He was inputting tickets the whole time. And that's how he would find the kids he wanted to sponsor. Um, He would just... At the end of the day, I would not realize how many kids he had sponsored. And you would look up and like, Tom, you got like eight kids <laughs> or ten kids. And But he was especially fond of single moms, and he had a heart for them. So he would often sponsor those kids. And then sometimes he would just come in and give, give me money, and he'd go, I don't know how to shop for this. Just take care of this. You know, he... <laughs> Very few words, but very effective. Um, Wow. This year was really, I think it broke his heart and mine, too, that he wasn't there. Well, you guys do a lot of great work at the storehouse, and I'm sure, and Tom evidently recognized that early on over 10 years ago and uh and came to help you guys and that's how he wanted to contribute or one of the ways it sounds like we're learning just one of the ways yes and and again like pastor jonathan said tom was always behind the scenes he never wanted to be up front um he i would try to you know single him out for something and he would be like he would give me this look like you better hush (laughs) i mean (laughs) so never intimidating but he had a look (laughs) well and he did he loved his church very much and his he would often tell me his favorite thing to do was to do communion to the shut-ins and that has been you know that really touched me 
because you don't you don't think about that you know when you go to church you have communion and it's like oh my goodness well what about the people who can't get to church and he took great um, it, it wasn't pride but he took a great it was a great gift to him to be able to do that for others you know, one of the things that always stood out to me about Tom is lots of people try to um, invite the world to the church, and Tom did a really great job of inviting the church into the world. Um, one of the things that he would do is he would um, take our youth group uh, to go um, help uh, feed people at some of the community meals out there. And a story I found out after he passed away was that um, one of the people he encountered at one of those meals was a former youth member of ours who had fallen on hard times. She was homeless, and she was in an abusive relationship. And, and he, noticed, um, he noticed her there and went over and gave her a whole bunch of information about um, how so many of our organizations, like the Storehouse and others, could help her, help get her out of the situation she was in, and set her on a different path. And she was able to do that because of Tom. And we only found that out uh, after the fact, after he passed away, because he just, again, didn't want any credit for things. Well, that was often his way. You wouldn't know what he'd done until after it was done. Um, yeah. He, that was the way in my office so many times. I would come find things on my desk, and I'm like, well, okay, we need to do this. And then I'd come back, and it'd be done. Um, he was our person with the hunger coalition he would go to our meetings I'm, i can't tell you how many times tom was my plus one um he would go to meetings with me he was always involved and listened he took good notes and he came back and was very thoughtful with the words that he said always well i love what you said pastor jonathan about you know taking the church to the world but you know just living out his faith in, in loving on people and in making a difference and and again finding out about I mean the humility again you finding out about these things after his death I mean it's incredible yeah it really is it, it's it's really just impressive to see just how deep his faith was and how it, it, it impacted uh, every relationship and everything he did it's, it's so truly inspiring Yes, I mean, and he loved the community meals. He would often, if we had extras of cookies or things like that, he would take that and make sure that was added to the community meals to make sure people had something to put in a Ziploc bag and take with them. Um, he was he was huge on making sure people had enough food. That was one of his main drives. Well, it sure sounds like uh, we lost... Uh, way too early, uh, Thomas William Morgan of Hendersonville, who passed away on Monday, January 9th. And we've been honoring the legacy of Thomas William Morgan here this morning with Lynn, uh, Lynn Staggs, who's the uh, executive director of the storehouse. Also with uh, Pastor Jonathan Snibben from Grace Lutheran Church. Noah George has been with us this morning. Noah, we have... Uh, well, I think we have some uh, certificates and things over there. Yes, we have a certificate here for the hometown hero, and you can. We'd like to present that to you and his family as again honoring uh, Tom Morgan. Again, we're just so thankful for the work that he did in the community and, and what a difference he made. And we're thankful that both of you could come in this morning and, and share. 
Thank you both. Thank you all. Pastor, thank you very much for coming in this morning and giving us a call. And join us again next Friday morning for another George Real Estate Group Hometown Hero. Hello, my name's Lucy Miller George, and my dad and grandfather started the George Real Estate Group. And if you need help selling your house, call 828 393 For no pressure, no cost, no obligation, consultation, find out what your home is worth today. Visit us online at realestatebygreg.com and come by our office in Flat Rock. My dad has sold almost 1,200 homes. Give us a call today at 828-393-0134. My dad and my grandfather are the best, and I know you will be happy. Call the George Real Estate Group today. Check out their very intuitive website anytime you're in cyberspace, www.realestatebygreg.com. The George Real Estate Group is located in Flat Rock, North Carolina, near Hendersonville in Henderson County. You can find them online at realestatebygreg.com. The George Real Estate Group can be reached at 828-393-0134 or stop by their office at 2720 Greenville Highway, Flat Rock, North Carolina. Tune in live each week on Thursdays at 10.05 a.m. on WHKP 107.7 FM and 14.50 a.m. or stream online at whkp.com or download these podcasts wherever you get your podcasts. The George Real Estate Group brings you the WHKP Hometown Hero Series every Friday morning at 845.